Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission. To help you focus on Christ. So, Jack, one of the verses that we hear quoted a lot is uh, Psalm 4610. Uh, And they give you the phrase, be still and know that I am God. Mm. It used to be on the building of the church that I went to. Uh, so as you walked into the worship center, back then we called it the sanctuary. You know, a little kid, you're going into the sanctuary, and then you read, be still and know that I am God, you know. So I think they were trying to tell little kids, you better be quiet or you're yeah. going to be in trouble. <laughs> oh, I, man, I remember those days. Remember those days? My mom would be playing the piano or organ, and, and if I crumpled a, oh, yeah. a gun, gum wrapper or something, <laughs> oh, it's funny to yeah. me how it's it's uh, swung so far the other way. Now everybody takes their coffee. Yeah. The other day, uh, about a year ago, I walked into the church building, was shaking hands with everyone, and some lady had her McDonald's breakfast, and it was all wow. spread out all over the pew. And I said, maybe you could go out. <laughs> I think, so, didn't Paul write something about that to the Corinthians? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, stop bringing your Happy Meals to communion or yeah. something. I, <laughs> I well, I wonder if there. people know the context of that verse, <laughs> of the verse that we're talking oh, about. Yeah, be still and know yeah. that I am God. Um, I'm going to just read you the whole psalm, okay? This is Psalm 46, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version here. Um, first, you got to understand, you know, this psalm is written to the choir master of the sons of Korah. Okay, so this is a song. They would have sung the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so picture, I don't know what the tune would have been like. Um, you know, Can you sing it to Amazing Grace? Yeah, probably, <laughs> but, but with that Cora, I keep thinking of that uh, thing from Star Wars. Cora, Katama. <laughs> Sorry about that. But <laughs> I'm sure that that wasn't the tune. But, but the whole thing is sung by this choir. And so try and imagine um, all of this together and maybe how you would hear it um, with a group singing it. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. Melts. (laughs) The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. (laughs) Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. You know, John, I um, have used that first three verses in a lot of funeral services. And uh, you just use the first three verses. Uh, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. 
And so uh, what more trouble do you have than when a loved one is passed and you're there, um, you know, burying the memory uh, of that loved one and to think that God is our refuge and strength at a time when things are um, moving around you, when you're not sure of how you feel, of what the future is going to bring. Uh, But then this psalm makes a turn and uh, goes into this thing where God is so powerful that he will control all things, whether it's war, whether it's taking care of uh, uh, nature, uh, anything, that God is in control of all of these things. So to be still and know that I am God is not necessarily me as a young man going into the sanctuary of God and not talking, being quiet because we're getting ready to go into the worship service, but thinking about the fact that God controls all things, including your soul. Yeah. including your eternity and um, including all of the things that are going to happen to you, including everything that's going to happen to the wor- world, the earth, the heavens, the planets, everything that he's controlled. That makes him a pretty big God. And uh, once again, we're back to what we talked about last time, uh, which is fear God. And when you fear him in a healthy way, understanding who he is, also understanding his love, certainly, uh, that that's the beginning of wisdom because he's in control of all these things. Better, better trusting, Amen. better fearing, yeah. right? <laughs> so, you know, in the context of the, the cute little pictures that we see on uh, social media, you know, it'll say, be still, and no, and it's got a picture of mountains or, you know, some serene scene. And I think those are great. I don't, I'm not saying that to make light or diminish them because we do need to personalize this verse in the sense that God is talking to us and, uh, you know, be still, you know, you, you might feel like your earth is, is shaking, your seas are raging around you. Um, we do need to have that sense of stillness and calm and understand that, that God's the one in control and, and not us. But I think we also need to understand the the broader, deeper concept, the context of of this verse. When it says um, that he speaks and the earth melts, um, that's the same voice where, you know, when it shifts to say, be still and know that I'm God, um, you can know from reading that, that you know, that's basically in quotes because this is God saying it. Well, who's he saying it to? They're talking about making the wars cease, breaking the bow, shattering the spear, burning the chariots. He's talking about the nations that are raging and God says, be still. In other words, stop raging. The wars stop. The fighting ends because God has spoken and the power of his voice that can melt the earth stops the raging of the nations. Um, If you were to personalize that uh, and move to the New Testament, and a part of the reason we gather together to worship, central focus is to think about Jesus Christ dying on a cross. We do this in a communion time of remember uh, the Lord. And a part of that time of communion is we gather together to remember Christ on the cross that he died for our sin. But it's also, the Bible says, to examine yourself mm-hmm. and to see if there's any wicked way in me. 
And if there's any wicked way in me to confess that to God so that he will forgive us of our sin instead of facing God in your sin. That's a fearful thing, John. Uh, The Bible says that it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a vengeful God. Uh, That's talking about uh, facing God in your sin. Um, He's made a way. for us not to have to do that so that we face him in his love. And so I think these Old Testament passages help us along with the New Testament passages to understand that God hates sin and we should too. And if we see any sin in us, then we need to be taking care of that sin. And the way we take care of it is surrender to him, admit our sin, and then repentant with broken hearts, say, Lord, forgive me of my sin. And that's kind of what that says to me as well. Nations need to think right. about what they're doing when they go against God. Yeah. I think it goes also just to the, uh, who is God, you know, because think about it when we're raging, uh, against God, whether we're nations raging or just myself, uh, wanting to live in rebellion to, to his will. Um, We're trying to step into his place, trying to wear his shoes. We're trying to be God and God saying, hey, I am God. Um, You know, Psalm 8 talks about um, it's it's he that has made us and not we that have made ourselves. Um, And so, you know, part of it is just understanding who God is and who we are in relationship to him. Um, Is God innately angry with us? No. He's not, because if he were, why would he have sent his son? You know, Romans 5, 8 says that God commends his love to us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't send us Jesus because we were so great and so perfect. He sent him to us because of the opposite. We needed him because our righteousness doesn't come from us. It comes from him. And our work is to believe in him, to trust in him, to be still before him and know that he is God. So the war that's raging in in my heart or in your life or whatever, that needs to cease. That just needs to settle and understand that God is God. Have um, Have you ever been in a storm? I mean, a really bad storm. Uh, I was raised in Florida, and um, uh, not only were hurricanes a regular thing, uh, but tornadoes sometimes would hit in that area. And uh, one time uh, I was in a situation, and I can't tell at all because I don't think you would believe me what happened, but we were singing uh, at this campground, and we're in this tabernacle-like building. There was just a roof, and we were all set up. Our big bus was sitting at the back of it. And we were in front of the bus and we had all of our equipment, our drums and our amplifiers and all that set up. And the people are here. And uh, all of a sudden, a tornado uh, came right at that tabernacle. And uh, true story, the drummer happened to be sharing a little bit uh, at that moment. He was saying, I'll never forget it. He was saying, you know, 
the Lord Jesus is coming back sometime. And when he comes, he's going to come and he's going to gather the believers to his right hand. And, and when he comes, I hope you're ready. And about that time, this tornado came and kind of the wind hit against our bus and it was kind of moving it. I thought it might have gone up on, you know, two wheels or something. And then all of the equipment blew off the stage. Like his drums started just blowing like this. Uh, the, the, the speakers that were on wheels blew up and off the front of the stage. Speaker stands, the speakers fell over. Uh, people were trying to <laughs> like run for cover, but there was no cover. And literally, literally that thing jumped that building, the, the tornado, and it kept going and it took half the water out of the swimming pool. In front of us, you could see it like a spout going up, took the swim. And everybody, when it passed, as quickly as it came, it passed. And we were, everybody was just kind of stunned. And uh, that was my experience of being scared to death that a tornado was going to pick me up and take me somewhere that, you know, didn't know. That's kind of like this thought of uh, the ruby slippers. What, yeah, the ruby, ruby slippers. I didn't know what, but that's a true story. And, uh, I thought, I've been close to tornadoes, close to other storms, but never that close, never that scared. And I read Colossians in the first chapter, and there's this phrase that just, every time I think of it, I just think, all Jesus has to do is let go. The Bible says in Colossians 1, he holds all things together. So God literally holds all things together. All he has to do is let go. And then it, what happens? Yeah, everything, everything falls apart. And uh, I, I can the best I can say is that in a storm, it feels like everything's coming apart. Nature's coming apart. Mm-hmm. And if He has the, that power to hold all things together and uh, to control all things, it could be a flash, a moment, and everything as we know it could be gone. So be still and know that He is God. And he can hold all things together in your life because you don't want him to let go. That's, that's Yeah. I tell you, one of the things that I want to do when I get to heaven, there's so many things, you know, but one is I want to walk up to the choir master of the sons of Korah and say, hey, can you guys get together? And like, I want to hear this song yeah. <laughs> because uh, I, I'm, I'm completely intrigued by that. You know, some of the Psalms, the, it, it's like, really, they sang that? Um, but uh, Do you think they I had a to dance to this one? Probably. You know, they'd I gather mean, and they would sing a dance. You know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, I've got nothing else to add to that. <laughs> I, that's I, all I got to say about that. That's, that's all I got to say, folks. So, you know, um, we love you guys. We're so glad that you're here with us and that you're listening to us. Um, and uh, just thanks. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.